get to the good shit. Get your fucking foot off already. That's where I was. Welcome to NFL Mayo. I'm Luke. I'm Aiden. We fucking had you there for a week, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Had y'all on uh, pins you, and needles. You were thinking we finally retired. You were thinking... Aiden finally kicked the can. Aiden's finally dead. Mm-hmm. Finally all succumbed. These, all of these health issues, like Aiden, we weren't telling you. Aiden died like, from fucking consumption. Like a, like yeah. a young child in the 20s. Consumption? What the fuck? What does that mean? I want to say it's like an That was old, like a... Like dysentery? I don't know what it is, but I've heard of it before. Died of dysentery on the Oregon Trail. Well, you talk while I look it up. Yeah, please do. Let me know if you uh, about children dying of consumption during the Great Depression. That's okay. It's tuberculosis. People. Oh, okay. TB like Doc Holliday. Yeah, it's tuberculosis, which is which can be cool in the case of Doc Holliday. No, I'm not dead. I'm here. I'm not dead. All right. Here's the thing. We were ready. We were sitting in the usual spots, our usual time, Wednesday night last week, and I had the blue snowball microphone, and then I look, and there's a major kink in the cord, and it looks like, what are, what's that? Little bite marks from my cat? And the next thing you know, my device is not registering that the microphone's connected. So I try to record through the laptop recording audio thing, and it's not registering my voice. So we basically just sat there, and just fucking decided we were going to push it. We were going to push it to Saturday. Luke got busy. Totally understandable. Totally not upset, even though we ha- I thought we had it on the books. Um, we, you know, it's it hard, hard out here. Got a replacement cord, and we're right back at it. So here's the deal. How many times has your cat chewed through this cord? Okay, I, I blame the cat, but I think part of it is kinks from, like, wrapping it around the base of the microphone. So it, I think it's splitting. And then she's so chewing it, on it and then pulling it, it apart. Be, it couldn't be that you aren't taking good care of it. No, I, I'm saying it should actually, that's probably the case. Okay. And then I'm, I'm, I'm sure. deflecting and blaming the cat. All right. I'm sure Perfect. the cat is contributing, but here. And when we, when we sat last week too, it was in silence. Like we only talk on this show. We have nothing to talk about outside of football. Luke um, was so mad. He hasn't, he doesn't oh give a fuck God. about my personal life. I don't. I don't give a fuck about my own personal life. So I'm going to give you a quick recap of the only important things from the past week that we missed. And then we'll get into the week that was the past week. Yes. So Luke has furiously come back on the jersey bet. That's right. Once down four, he had a three-point swing and then tied me. And then two weeks ago... He, or no, two weeks ago is when he tied me, and this past week is when he did well. Because we put our, our picks in eat on the time that we weren't talking as friends, but we thought we were going to podcast. What little we spoke, we yeah. didn't talk about football, and, and, Luke, and there were picks. Luke and I split on the Detroit, not Detroit, on the Pittsburgh versus Rams game, and on the Green Bay versus Denver <laughs> game, and miraculously he hit on both. And guess what, Luke? You got six right this past week. I got four wow. right. Yeah, it was the, the worst week we've had in so long, but it was Maybe a wonky week, and we're going to talk about it. It was a really weird week. So that all happened, jersey bet-wise. So the picks have still been Great coming recap. in. Very, <clears throat> very succinct. But also, the Vikings played the Bears, and I think that is something we should highlight very quickly before moving on to the As more current news. The thing from the Bears' perspective that stood out for, to me was that you had a long week 
to prepare for this, you knew that this was a defense that's calling blitzes at like an outrageous deranged rate. Like I don't even know if Flores is even mentally sound. They would have had him locked up for calling this to, these many statistically blitzes. to put it to put a to put a number on it. We are blitzing. We are blitzing more than any team has blitzed percentage wise since 2006. Yeah. So, so since me and Aiden were in fucking eighth grade, eighth grade. Yeah. When no. football was fucking nasty and mean. Yeah. When people were getting speared and we were cheering for it. Um, so you had a long week to prepare for this and you went out there and rolled out the same fucking quick screen sweep, quick screen sweep game plan. Justin again, starts struggling, even though he had two good uh, games leading up to it. He held the ball too long. He got, he had one throw that looked like it was a duck that was all on him, but I think he got his arm hit when he threw it. Um, but the main thing that came out of the game was that Justin held the ball too long on one play, landed on his throwing hand, and dislocated his throwing thumb. I thought he looked like he was shook up immediately, and then they called it out like the next drive. Guess who goes in? Undrafted rookie free agents, my muse, Moxie King Tyson Bajent. And he doesn't look out of place, even in his first duty against the Vikings. However, two key uh, turnovers by him, a strip sack that Jordan Hicks took to the house for six. And then he just threw the worst deep ball on a must must score drive to DJ Moore. That was undercut. It was way underthrown game ceiling pick. Um, Tyson goes on to be the starting quarterback and we're going to get to that here soon. But is there anything you wanted to talk about for that week or just the Vikings? Just pride in um, the Vikings defense. And it's something that we haven't really been able to, say uh, a lot in the last few years like we, last year especially like 13 wins and it was all on the offense like uh, yes you have a few flares there where we got like that safety against the bills uh, uh, uh like on um, you know in that close game and like little things like that but for the most part it was wide open zone defense that people were just doing what they wanted on at will this year the medicine seems to be a 57.9 blitz percentage uh, where we just keep sending the house. And I said it early on, I highlighted, I'm like, look, here's what's working. When we send everyone, that's when we're at our best as a defense. And yeah. we don't have some scrub at DC. We have Brian fucking Flores, who has been a head coach in the league that is invaluable. And this kind of, this kind of um, mentality is huge for a locker room and huge for a defense specifically um, that, they're the aggressors, which is day yeah, and night would you from rather, last season. Would you rather sit back and hope that the opposing offense makes a mistake that you capitalize on, which is your last year defense and the current Bears defense, or knowing that you are a poorly performing defense, fucking take the aggression to them and attack them and try to force them to make mistakes? And I Imagine appreciate the bread, that. the bread Daniel Hunter's hey, making himself this season. Well, fucking, I mean, you like, are you are increasing. Week, he was tied with T.J. Watt, right? Like, my God, you are. He had a sack on he's the first dope. play against Justin, a free rusher. Um, he's great. Uh, yeah, you're either making him a lot of money on the free agency market, and potentially, if you do trade anyone, Pippen, lay down, go. That's my dog. People, he looks like he's trying to find something to eat. Um, or you guys could even trade Daniel Hunter, and if you've and you've definitely raised his trade value to maybe even a second round pick. 
we the should last... talk trade deadline near the end of the episode because it's Halloween. Yeah, good it's call. One other thing I was just going to say about that game is the Bears defense played kind of well against your offense. Yes, uh, That was the game that that was the one that there was a fumble recovery on the sideline with TJ Edwards that was not called a fumble recovery for some reason. I, we were I smacking Kirk. I thought it was forced, recovery. Forced an interception from him from a hit. So we had uh, – our defense has been performing better. Last thing I want to talk about before we get to the real meat of it for the week is a college football situation that's happening right now. And yes, Luke please. Lay has, it on me. Benchmark me. Luke has been getting drip-fed some of this info. It's obviously of the utmost importance to me as an Ohio State fan. But there is a current controversy and potential major issue where a staffer at the University of Michigan with a porn star name of Connor Stallions – Former Marine who graduated <laughs> from the Naval Academy. That is a great name. Damn, that's a great name. Has run and facilitated a spying network for the University of Michigan. Subterfuge. Where it, where he has been either doing it himself or having like either staffers or friends of his accomplices, whoever. He's paying them publicly on Venmo. And like scheduling no. out these dudes, it's all it's been unraveling. So essentially, I'll get down to the the broad and then the more narrow. Broadly, Michigan individuals at, led by Connor Stallions, um, and these aren't like direct staffers in all cases, but some maybe are being planned ahead of time to go to Michigan's opponent games, sitting behind the benches, so close down to the benches at like the 50 where they are recording or just watching the opposing opponents sideline signals because in college coaches aren't relaying in the play call through the headset in college. And this is mostly because there's so many different levels of college programs. Some teams may be not able to afford that kind of a technology. I think they're going to shift it to a mandatory thing now because what happens in college is if you've ever looked at the sideline during the foot, during the airing of a game, you'll see big signs with like big bright colors on it, different pictures. You'll see people like wacky inflatable arm flowing tube men, just like fucking waving their arms around to call in things. Hook, 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 slash, slash. It it is really, and they've like, I don't know how your team is, but Notre Dame has the red army where like all the quarterbacks are in their red hats and they're calling all yes. the shit too. And it's color coded too. So the players can immediately look. And that's why offense and defense always looks to the sideline before the play, because that the play's literally coming in. They're not huddling most of the time. So these fuckers are going to a bunch of opponents games. It's up to like 30 to 40 games that they've gone to. And these aren't Holy even just big shit. 10 opponents. These were like six Georgia games, Tennessee games, Anybody they thought that they would play. They didn't go to a TCU game. Hmm, wonder what happened when they played TCU. This all started the year that Jim Harbaugh miraculously turned the program around and started beating Ohio State is when this was alleged to have started. It's very telling that their worst season was the season where no fans were allowed because they couldn't scout ahead. And they lost. They only won like two or three games. There are there are public Venmo transactions where he's saying like he's paying people to like this ticket or putting the ticket in their name with like a fucking shamrock for an Irish game or because they were scouting Ireland. Yeah. Mother or like fucker. a peach. It's so dumb. Then here's the real crazy thing. Now Ohio State fans are really into it. So they start watching the television cast and replaying it back. 
they're trying Michigan people are trying to make this Connor guy out to be a no-name low-level recruiting staffer who may have just been doing this on his own. They can't say that when there is literal footage, Luke, of this man standing next to the the defensive coordinator for Michigan when Ohio State's on offense and the co-offensive coordinator of Michigan when we're on defense and he is looking to our sideline with a crooked neck like bent neck lady when we are looking to our sideline as we're as we're getting the call then he immediately goes like this and starts pointing to the sky the whole sideline of Michigan starts doing it and then all the defenders change to the right call then they took screenshots he has a binder in his hand of laminated sheets with torso uh, images with different calls. And they are our calls. And it was on the first drive of the game that he's calling them. So you can't even say that it's the typical gamesmanship of stealing signs mid-game by looking at the opposing sideline. That's not illegal. You can't record an advanced scout in person. There's a reason the All-22 film doesn't show the sideline. It is cut in a way because that allows you to seal the signs more intimately. So it's bad. I've, I've read some things that there's like sports books potentially considering not listing uh, like wagers for Michigan for the rest of the season. It's like an integrity of the sport issue. Michigan fans are trying to downplay it, of course, but they try to take the high ground on everything. And in my opinion, this is worse than the controversy that Tressel endured that led to his ouster, the tattoo gate, and worse than Urban Meyer maybe or maybe not knowing about his wide receiver coach and his like legal issues. So... I think that this is going to be a potentially crushing thing to the program. I, I assume Harbaugh's out. I hope he doesn't go to oh, the Bears. I don't like him, and he's a cheater for all I'm concerned. And it's a little bit vindicating that after six straight wins against Michigan in the Harbaugh um, tenure that he all of a sudden got our number. And I thought that it was just us being out-schemed, but apparently, no, they were cheating maybe more than anybody's ever been caught cheating in college football. All I can, all I can say is like, I want to see the the spotlight version of this movie, it's like uh, people Stallions. unraveling this and fucking and and finding the scandal. I want to see the thirty for thirty really bad. Like this is fucking crazy. If big, if true, worse. Um, it's 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 at least already. There's some things that are already true. Like they're posting on Washington Post and like ESPN. So what's gonna posting. happen? Um, it depends on if they can convince investigators that the higher ups in the program were unknowing of what was going on behind the scenes. But I don't know how you could do that when this guy is standing next to coordinators in games, telling them what, what defenses and what offenses are being called against them so they can check into the right plays. It's on Nobody's ever gotten the death penalty beside SMU, right? Not that I'm aware of. I mean, UAB was that one of them, Alabama, Birmingham, I think they're they closed. They might have just closed their football program voluntarily. Joe Webb's alma mater. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I think it might have been SMU. So the Pony Express, and that was for recruiting violations, of which Harbaugh is also dealing with another NCAA. He has a current ongoing investigation for that, and he was illegally recruiting during the COVID nineteen dead period, which was a safety issue. So there's that too. So the man is a cheater. The program is full of cheaters, and I hope you guys you Michigan fans know that these two years of wins that you guys have coasted off of Desmond Howard talking shit to CJ Stroud on the Heisman ceremony stage. Um, it was all cheaters. It was all cheat. Like you cheated your way to it. You didn't earn you it. Lose. And I think the you facts, get nothing. 
those wins Good are day. at the minimum. At the minimum, I think Harbaugh leaves for the NFL. The wins are vacated, and they take a bull ban. I think at worst it could be death penalty, and we'll see. If it's as bad as people are making it out to be that I've seen, um, but let's talk NFL. I just that had to be documented. Well, it affects the the sport that we love so intrinsically, and yeah, I mean, quality of the game is so so important. I mean, we've been bitching about refs and all that other stuff and quality of the game issues, but like. And, and gambling you know, is so much and, more and prevalent Spygate, now. That was the thing in the NFL. Like Belichick had people recording hand signals, supposedly. I mean, like they got in trouble for it. Like you know what I mean. Like yeah. this stuff has That's happened professionally. Doing. So um, I'll be at a minute ago. And Belichick's a big fucking cheater he really is we like i like the goat that's over how here. they I like the goat over here that that's how they beat the bills this week maybe all true. right good transition aiden great job thursday night's game of this past week the jaguars beat the saints in a game where Derek carr did not look great he was has out there he? yelling at olave telling him to like, run at all dude i don't like Derek carr i don't think he's very good I don't know if but yet he somehow him. has a really good come from behind record. He's he's a great comeback player. Apparently, I think he's not easy to like. There's that there's that clip of him screaming at Olave to run when he threw it like ten yards out of bounds, and that made no sense. What's up to with me. Olave? Speaking on Olave, yeah. he just got arrested for um oh well what what's the terminology for it? Dangerous driving. What's the what's the legal? Reckless? reckless driving he was going like 70 and a 35 uh at night i think leaving a cvs and then he on the recording of the police officer he's like damn man i'm on the saints he's like so okay the the officer so if i'm gonna give jordan addison that smoke i gotta give olave that smoke you can't be doing that that is incredibly dangerous and it's a stupid fucking boneheaded thing to do and you should know better than that don't do that and What's with these fast wide receivers with the fucking lead feet? I mean, people want to drive fast. Like, didn't young people want to drive fast when we were in school and stuff? Like, that's that's can't be doing it. You're not. You shouldn't. You should drive safely. And thankfully, he he got his he got his ticket, and maybe he'll drive slow now. I've never driven over the speed limit. I've got my moral I, compass. I've gotten in me. a speed trap before, but I am known. Nah, I'm just I am kidding. known to be a notoriously slow driver. My wife and family hate me for it. Um, but I just don't really have. I don't have. What do you? Five minutes? Like who cares, man? I'd rather not be terrified. I don't know. I get it. So, you know, Jags are five and two now. The Saints are a middling team, even with Kamara back. Uh, they they're at three and four. For the first Sunday game, the Bears somehow come out on top over the Raiders, 30-12, to in Tyson Bajan's first start, where he showed that he can lead an offense, keep them on time, play methodical football, and we finally leaned into our strength from last season, which was running other teams into the dirt. And when we play ahead of the sticks and we run hard behind Tevin Jenkins, who, when healthy, is one of the most dominant interior guards you can do a lot with that. Tyson, his average like depth of target was like two yards, so he was not pushing the ball down the field at all, but he did everything right. He and avoided they indicted sacks. me. And they indicted him! Something that really stood out to me was our rookie right tackle, Darnell Wright, seriously kept Max Crosby at bay Dude. pretty much the whole and game. He and he did get, on, our, and, on our connected franchise in Madden because I have him. And Yeah, I didn't good, know dude. this, though. 
He played with one arm. What? He was only playing with one arm. Yeah, he was on the injury list the whole week with the shoulder issue. And when you look, his left arm is dangling half the time. And he still was keeping Max Crosby. I thought Max, Max Crosby. I thought Max who's Crosby wrecking was the league. Eat your lunch. Like I watched. And that he game. didn't. No, I watched. I was like, wow. Dude, Darnell Wright was a, was a hit at the tenth pick. I think he is going to be a Darisaw like presence because he's very physical and he's got a lot of bulk. And I I cannot say enough about Darisaw. He's the highest rated offensive tackle this season. Just so you're We're aware. looking good. Wright is looking good too. Our defense played better. Deontay Foreman finally got a shot at getting some carries due to injuries, and he had three touchdowns. I look forward to seeing more of Tyson Bajent. There's Bajent Mania, um, Secret Bajent Man, Bajent Orange. Yeah. Um, I'm ready for it. I, I love Justin Fields. I want Justin Fields to be our quarterback. Like, we were talking about but him during why the preseason. Would I, he looked good. Why would I not want a guy like Tyson Bajent on my team? At worst, he's a developmental backup, and at best, he's a Brock Purdy type. And we'll get the Purdy. Isn't he like D three? Next, no, no, we can't go over just he was, yet. Because I want to talk. He all right. So he is the all time touchdown leader in NCAA quarterback history, all levels, with like almost one hundred and seventy. He was D two division, uh, division two at Liberty University in Shepherd or Shepherd University. Fuck. I say Liberty Shepherd. Shepherd University, I think. Malik yeah. Willis. And on top of that, he won their version of the Heisman, which I think is the Harlan Hill trophy. And he's very, very decorated. So he has a lot of experience. Well, and then earned the only backup slot on your roster too. It was beat, beat out, right. beat out PJ Rocker Walker to the point that we cut him, took a 3 million cap hit. Cause we guaranteed that to him. And PJ Walker is starting for the Browns. Yes, correct. And winning games. Yes. So he is, he has shown that he can make plays in this league, and I know that he is not pushing the ball down the field, but what Tyson Bajan does well is what Justin Fields still has not figured out how to do it at the three-year mark, which is take a snap and get the ball to where you need to go quick. Justin can't do it. He's incapable, I think. It just goes against his nature as a football player. Justin wants to wait for bookmark, the big play. Bookmark Tyson, the statement. That's bold. Uh, d- 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 that does not mean you can't win with Justin. I didn't say you that. You have to play I didn't to Justin's say that, But strength. that is like, the, right. but, but that's that's to say now that Justin's in that box now, though, in your world. And, and if Justin all of a sudden finds rhythm and starts hitting people over the like over well, the he middle. he hasn't. But if he does, you, you know. But that's not what we're trying to do, Luke. What we're trying, if you look at week one and we were talking about Justin being robotic and methodical. We tried to run a bunch That's of fair. screens, and it, it just wasn't I'm just working. trying to Justin, catch you in something. I don't know. No, but, I'm like, think about all the times you've watched Justin. Have you ever seen him take a snap, turn, and hit a screen on the money to the where the wide receiver did not have to adjust for it in any way, with, and like, lightning quick? Well, you've watched like a lot of quarterbacks every can snap do. of his career, so I trust your, I trust your take Tyson on that. can do that. And our coach wants to call a specific offense, and he's not orienting it to Justin's strengths. He's trying to teach Justin to play like Aaron Rodgers. So Tyson can operate our offense well. He doesn't have the intangibles or the ceiling that Justin has. But it's telling that this undrafted Division II rookie can do that, and Justin still hasn't hit that point yet in his career. You don't think it's because maybe they don't have any film on him and... 
Like we're running, the, dude. Our offense is so basic. I, it's so basic. You, it's, you know we're doing thing. the same thing in every game. Um, it just worked better because he, he kept so them much on time, ink, dude. I have two tattoos. Yeah, and his they hurt tats like are sick. Fuck. So th- this guy is a man's man. <laughs> I love Tyson Bajan, man. I'm all for it. And I was singing his praises when we got him. When we picked him up, he was my draft crush QB for late rounds. I wanted us to draft him at the end. Um, I'm just glad he's on my team. So let's push through these. The Browns come out on top of the Colts, 39 to 38 in a game that drew some controversy with how it ended with some terrible calls at the end. One of which, um, do you remember what the, what the controversy in this one? Was it just like the pass interference call the Colts game where the Browns beat the Colts at the end? And it was kind of fucked up. I was watching like four games at the same time. Well, T's going to hate this. There was controversial calls at the end. Do you want to pause and find it? You just want to just pause it and fix the segment? No, it's fine. Okay. Well, you already already said it, but no, I mean. Um, It looks like um, here's what I can find on the Indy Star. The Browns beat the Colts 39-38 following a pair of controversial penalties whistled on Indianapolis cornerback Darrell Baker Jr. Baker was called for an illegal contact penalty against Browns wide receiver Amari Cooper that negated EJ speed strip sack of PJ Walker that would have ended the game. Um, yep, that's what it was. Yeah, so, and the NFL admits officiating errors at the end of the game. Well, that's according to Irsay. Irsay. What? Is that true? I, be- I believe Irsay came out like on a tweet and said, A, that um, Anthony Richardson's surgery was a success, and then B, that the NFL told him that the officiating got it wrong. Copy you. I see that now. It's from Ursay on X, which basically, I mean, and that's not even, I don't mean he tweeted it. I mean, he's on ecstasy. Yeah, which means fuck all because that dude's totally zooted. No, I don't know. He's rolling. Shouldn't say that. Why not? We don't know he's not rolling. Allegedly. People do Molly. Allegedly. I got to cover myself legally. The man has a lot of money. Probably has lawyers on a retainer. <laughs> he allegedly is He doing had enough Molly. money to fucking fly an orca back to the ocean. He's got enough to put me away for Jim, life. Jim, don't do this to us. Don't Jim. do it. All right. I went to the fucking Circle City Classic in your stadium, That's my friend. true. I played on that You don't terror. need to do that no, to us. No, not that one. RCA Dome. No, you played at RCA Dome. Yeah. And I did judo nationals there. Small world. Patriots beat the Bills in one of the first shockers of the day. A lot of the one in five teams snuck victories. Mac Jones hits, uh, oh, what, Gasecki, Mike Gasecki in the back of the end zone for the game winning touchdown. Worst gritty in the NFL. He's responsible for the worst gritty. All of them hit the most Caucasian and terrible gritty that you've ever seen in your life. Um, This was a shocker, and this was another, you know, bad, stinky loss for the Bills, where Josh Allen looks incredibly upset after the game. You got any thoughts on this one? Um, I am very confused. Uh, Super fucking confused. I'm super confused. Uh, We had 10 correct picks between us last week. It was fucked. Nobody expected this. This is after, like, so back-to-back weeks of just fucking beatdowns for for Bill and the Patriots, right? Um, when I saw what was going on here, I was absolutely shocked. I'm still shocked talking about it, and I can't, I can't attribute it to anything other than what we've talked about since uh, week one against the Jets. The team is gonna live and die by Allen playing Allen football, and every now and then there's some some gross little inconsistencies, right? Like that's part of it, and um, 
I don't think that that means that the Bills aren't still Super Bowl contenders, just like I don't think this means the Patriots are going to do jack shit, um, unfortunately, because I like Bill. But I was pumped to see them get a W, finally give Coach Belichick his 300th win, book it. Um, very impressive. And uh, Mac Jones got to look like a hero, which was nice, I'm sure, for his ego, uh, because people have oh, been yeah. dogging his shit absolutely dogging his shit for seasons now um and selfishly when the bears won that put us at two at two and five and obviously we have the panthers first round pick and they they have yet to win a game they were on by last week but a lot of the other one in five teams also won the only one that didn't was the cardinals so even though the bears won we still maintained our our positioning in the draft which was kind of cool um next game the Commanders lose to another one in five team, the Giants, who are starting Tyrod, Tyrod Taylor, who has an exceptional love quarterback aesthetic love here. with the vi- with the visor and the, and the oh, sleeve. he looks great. Um, they were wearing yeah, throwbacks. Yeah, they, they come week. they come out and they end a four game skid. The Commanders look to be in a bad way. I could see them selling at the deadline. Maybe the Bears go get Chase Young. That would be kind of cool, even though we're not very good right now. Uh, I don't have much to say other than Tyrod is definitely playing better than Daniel Jones was. And the second part of that is, as always, the offense runs through Saquon Barkley. He is that offense. He should have got the money. It should have never been Daniel Jones. Whenever I see them doing well, it's when they're leaning on Saquon. It's a quarterback league, and the quarterback won a playoff game. They had to do it. I understand it was a bad call. That's just how it goes. I felt the same way about Kyler Murray. I understood. They had to do it. It was a bad call. Um, Kyler's back now. We'll back see. Back practicing. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens there. He's back practicing. We'll see what happens Falcons, there. I don't have a lot of faith. Falcons beat the Buccaneers 16-3 to off of a young way coup game-winning 51-yard field this. goal this where was... he does the fucking helmet flip afterwards. Yep. I like him, dude. Yeah. He keeps hitting game-winning field goals. I saw a guy when he was signing during dip. camp, he was signing stuff, gave him a yes. fucking Zen pouch. I saw that, too. And he just put it right in. I he's, saw he's, he's, he's I a the caption. The I think the, yeah, that's what I was going to say. The caption was like, young is one of the boys or something like that. Yeah. It's so funny, dude. I fucking love that shit. And he keeps hitting these big field goals. He packed that um, Zen, the next... Zen pouch in with his tongue like a like a man. Well, he knew what he was doing with it. <laughs> Everybody's had a couple pouches before. Some yeah, of but us. these ones are like better, right? Like better than the ones we were sucking down back in the day. Because we were still snooze pouches. They were still Came tobacco. These aren't tobacco. These are just like what are they? They're nicotine, and that's the thing. But they're not tobacco, so it's like what? technically better for you maybe like i don't know that tobacco is good for you it's just pure nick it's not pure nick but it's up the i assume the same percentage of Luke, nick are you pulling my are you pulling my cord that they're they're just straight nick at nighting us there all the time it's not it's more like nick jr because okay. i'm telling you uh it's it's not that much i'm gonna find out zen how yeah what are they i'll keep going zen what are they while you look that up, we we need a guy who can look things up for us. We need a guy in the back just pulling levers, just to fucking getting food pellets when he Yo, hits the right. Yo, it doesn't say anything searches. about mouth cancer on the ten, which is amazing. Whoa. Um, we should get sponsored by these guys. Um, they are nicotine pouches, Aiden. They are nicotine pouches. 
Um, so what is it like a powder? FAQ Zen. Is it basics. some kind of substrate okay, that they, they just are. spray they nicotine are. on? And but they are like snooze or snus, however you want to say it, pouches because they're spit free. Um, Since '93. Uh, uh, I'm trying to read what they are. Uh, is for adult tobacco and nicotine consumers. Uh, if you, okay, what's in the pouch? In addition to nicotine salt. Oh my god, it's so gross. Zen contains only food grade ingredients. These include Hell a yeah. granulation agent, fillers, you can eat that. pH you can balancers, eat that. sweeteners, and flavorings. Here's a more that detailed breakdown. Like nicotine salt, stabilizers, fillers, pH adjusters, sweeteners. <laughs> that's 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 a lot better than 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 good old fashioned salt of the earth tobacco I'm just not, grown straight out of the ground. I'm I'm not saying one way or the that's other. That's God's plan. It will. <laughs> I'm not saying one way or the other, depending on if somebody's going to give us money. Um, well, if my, God didn't want us. My to dad smoke gave that plenty plan, of money to big tobacco. Shouldn't <laughs> you know? have made it taste so good. Uh, All right, moving on. The Ravens bludgeoned the Lions in a, in a matchup that we didn't think would quite turn out this way. This Lamar, I don't know if you know this, Luke, has an incredible record against the NFC. get some of these pouches, man. I'm, like, reading Dude, everything about them on their website. food it's grade, from, but from, then have... From, from, the, from the horses... If we went through the periodic table of the McDonald's we're horking down, now I'm thinking... I'm thinking, what's going to give me more dopamine? All food grade fillers and pH balancers. <laughs> I wouldn't brother. worry about it. I watched the movie The Founder where they literally like, oh, here's how we fix McDonald's milkshakes. We put this powder in milk and it tastes like a milkshake and you don't need a fucking freezer. And it's like, oh, man, what are we eating? Skittles are like banned in, in California now. They have to change the ingredients here. Like, cause they're made out of bug shells. Just be, just because the fucking there's stuff in there that is like making them last for like thirty five years and shit. They said no human being should be it's allowed like, to taste this? the rainbow. Why are you eating you, this? No, the human mind and palate cannot comprehend tasting the rainbow. I'm gonna That's have what to, Gavin Newsom I, said. I'm gonna have to like I'm gonna be defending my box of gushers with with a fucking airsoft gun, but I can be gutting Zen pouches happily. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, you're gonna get shot up by a SWAT team when they find your fucking s- <laughs> your reserves. Are these All right. are these dots, Luke? I'm like, oh my god, Ooh. my emergency stash. Dots are good. I okay, so Ravens win 38 to six. This was a blowout. This was not a good matchup. This was a Lamar could do no wrong. Was avoiding crazy pass rushes and hitting guys in the back of the end zone. And he was ice Lamar cold incredibly, too. He, he was like, I don't care. Incredibly good against the NFC. Just so you know, they said that like midway through the game, they posted his record, and I think he's lost like two games or something to the NFC. Um, moving on, one of the games that Luke won in our pick. Steelers win against the Rams 24 to 17. This is the one that was coming to mind with the kind of controversial late uh, situation. So what happened was there was a call where they should have been short. It should have been that the Rams could have challenged the short spot and potentially got a turnover on downs, but they couldn't challenge the call on the field because they had run out of timeouts and had no challenge left. So it went to the two-minute warning, and they just couldn't challenge it, and that was essentially game over because the Steelers got a first down. So that was kind of a bullshit loss for the Rams, unfortunately. Puka Nakua had 150 yards. Insane um, catch, right? Like a crazy catch. Yeah, he's real good. He's um, real deal Holyfield. Matt Stafford's in the top five, right, uh, on passing yards right now. 
Um, yeah. It's fucking Tate. Maybe and third. And then congratulations to the head coach who had the, the birth of his child, who he was Fantastic. saying he knows better than to be born during the football oh, game. that's so funny. He, I loved that because they Congrats, were saying he might have to miss the game. Coach McVay. He's like, no. So next we got the Seahawks beating the Cardinals, who – as I said, are going to be getting Kyler Murray back to practice. They activated him for his practice window. Um, Jackson Smith and Jigba got his first touchdown. Jake Bobo had one of the coolest toe-tapping touchdowns I've seen on the year. This is a wide receiver who ran like a five-flat 40, and yet he's he's just one of those guys that's still really good. He just makes it work. Um, other than that, I don't have too much more to say about that game. I'm hopeful that the Cardinals notch a couple more victories to stay away from the top draft pick. Yep. All right, moving on. Sorry, I was looking at <laughs> that the... was that was my gap for you. That was my gap for you to talk about. Sorry, it, so I, I was pulling just... up the pick sheet for this week. I'm so sorry. Hey, Luke heaven forbid I get spacey label for mid, Zen. midway through an episode and then we start. I wonder what happened. I wonder why that happened. Uh, yeah, I wonder why. Maybe it's because you were sucking on Nick salts, dude. I'm about to literally just shove four bags of nicotine salt into my bottom lip and just see where the night takes me. Luke is going to go to a fucking Shell gas station, buy premium gasoline for 40 cents more a gallon, get whatever their equivalent to a Polar Pop is, and then a Zen pouch. My wife in her fully electric car fucking pulls up, pulls my fucking lip out, just rips my bottom lip out. What is this? It's like a fucking fat She dipper. pulls it and lets go and it fucking snaps back yeah. like a Looney Tunes oh, yeah. cartoon. Back over, back over my like fucking entire head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get serious right, here. I'm sorry, okay? let's because podcast, Aiden. Shut the fuck up. The Broncos <laughs> beat the Packers. It was a meltdown, dude. It was a literal meltdown for the Packers. They look like they're playing the worst football in the NFC North right now. And that is 100%. I could see the Bears playing better than them right now. I could see us beating them. They lost to the Broncos, dude. And it was from Jordan Love throwing interceptions. Did you hear what like Peyton said, Sean Payton said afterwards? No. He was saying like why can't He's like why can I be happy? And it's because I I'm I'm searching for the perfect game. Like he's like saying, he's like, I, I just keep like, he's like said he was going to eat sushi. He doesn't like sushi. He started circling the parking lot and being like, what, what you know, I'm, I'm searching for the perfect game and that's why I can't be happy. It's this seems like something you should be saying to a therapist, not well, like a press. He room. said it on a local why radio I show, happy? I believe today, <laughs> this morning. <laughs> he or needs something. to seek therapeutic help I'm like, because that's a question for a trained therapist. Yeah. If you don't have fulfillment in life, even when you're at the highest level of your profession and you won a game, then you should seek therapy because you should be finding fulfillment and beating the Packers, in my opinion. All right. The Chiefs beat the Chargers 31-17. to Mahomes throws for 424 yards and four touchdowns. Travis Kelsey, 179 yards, while his girlfriend Taylor Swift and Brittany Mahomes are doing a really goofy fucking special secret super suave handshakes while jackson mahomes peers over their shoulders positively lurking in the back of the frame i feel bad for brad having to endure the fake industry plant chargers fan who somehow made it to the away game with her family brad got uh, the, 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 the the whole dose the, right the camera crew knew exactly where she was somehow miraculously you- and she somehow miraculously had a a buffalo wild wings hat on for product placement and then 
you also had to endure the Taylor Swift issue. So great. I'm glad Brad survived it. I didn't think they did um, as much cutting to to Taylor or other said fan as much as they had been doing, which I uh, relished in. Um, mm. I didn't think so, and I also I I will say I thought Taylor looked pretty fire in a in like the vintage Chiefs crew neck. I gotta say, I won't lie, I like okay. a good outfit. Um, but yeah, that's my that was my only issue ever was like, oh my god, why are we talking about this every five seconds? Um. I didn't really listen to the broadcast all that much. When I did, it was Romo and Nance. Well, and I mean, no, there were, were other games talk- on too. But they were also absolutely t- trying to do Taylor Swift references. So the, the booth was still annoying. Um, but they didn't cut to her every five seconds. So it's all good. And the game was good. We need we need to acknowledge that Herbert has been having some bad games of late. And fuck? throwing interceptions, not looking great. I think... An argument needs to be made about the pick for Quentin Johnston when Jordan Addison has played as well as he has, and we're about to get to that. Um, Jordan Addison has been the best rookie wide receiver, without a doubt. And two games back, it was a game-sealing interception that should have been a catch by Johnston, a six-foot, like, four wide receiver who should have boxed out the defender but got bullied at the route stem and played through, and that's why the defensive back was able to get that. So... I, I think that should be brought up, at least to some extent. I think that, as we've mentioned many times on the podcast, they're wasting their window. This is a team with the same record as the Bears right now, and the, the level of talent on our rosters is astronomically different. The The positioning of our cap situation going into the offseason, astronomically different. This is a team that had to win this year. You just went all in on adding all the talent and then paying Herbert a necessary contract for how he's played. And your team sucks, your coach sucks, and Herbert is finally not playing well after playing great his whole career. I don't know what you would think if you're a Chargers fan. And I know it's against the Chiefs, and that's hard, but, like, it's not good. Right. Yeah, I mean... you have any uh, thoughts? No, I mean... I wouldn't be hitting the panic button if I'm a Chiefs fan just because two and four. Oh no, 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 no. Two and four. I'm hitting the panic button on. I mean, on Herbert specifically. Um, Oh, I am in no way saying Herbert is like someone you should worry about, but it's important to say he's had a couple bad games. And and that's all I'm getting at. I'm just saying like, I think that they've been gifted something very special there. Um, but on every, on every other front. Yeah. Like I I can't believe Staley's still there. I couldn't believe it after the playoff game last year. I continue to not believe it. He keeps squeaking by. Uh, It's impressive. It really is impressive. And I'm not like wishing for a dude to be out on the streets. I'm just saying there's a lot of good coaches that have been booted from a head coaching job and it doesn't, you know, it's not, I'm not knocking their character when I say that like they didn't do a fucking good job and Brandon Staley's not doing a good job. Um, and I think also there's, there's a coming off a fucking bye week dude. Like you need to be fresh and ready. Like you need to be, you need to be kicking ass and it's an early bye week. So now it's all downhill from here. Right. Have you seen the just deluge of subway advertisements where they're like, do we got beef? And yeah. They were so excited to finally have the crossover of them playing yeah. at the same time. And then he said, well, it depends on yep. who wins. Yep. Well, I guess Patrick they have won. beef now. Okay. Delicious in the primetime Sunday night game, the Eagles beat the dolphins in a pretty cool game where the 
Eagles just could do no wrong, and they were just bullying them. And A.J. Brown had a great game. Jalen Hurts had a pretty He's good game. Pop, like Brown is um, popping off weekly now. Weekly. Tua, yeah, Tua got hurt a little bit. Or not Tua, uh, Tyreek. This was another game where they had Claypool come in, and I saw a cut-up where he missed his assignment on a block on a fucking no. play that got busted. Yeah, he's lost the last 15 games he's been a part of, just so you know. Remember when I called him a net negative? As soon as the, the Steelers moved on from him, their record skyrocketed. As soon as the Bears moved on from him, we won two games. As soon as the Dolphins move on, they'll win the Super Bowl. So they just need to cut him here soon. Okay. Um, uh, he's uh, lost the last 15 games he's he been He doesn't know the playbook of. yet. He didn't know that was his block. <laughs> okay. All right. He's a good you wholesome love boy. to be an apologist for him. Do you have any any thoughts on this primetime matchup before we move on to your Vikings? I did. This was just a bully game. They just bullied him. They did bully him, and that's fine. I expected. Uh, you know, th- that's who the Eagles are. They are. They are Ooh. tough, dude. They're mid-season uh, hard knocks. Amazing offensive line. A fucking amazing defensive line. Like these guys are rough and tumble. I love these Eagles. On the other hand. You have like fucking these dolphins, as you said. It's gonna be a midseason hard knocks, which is gonna be fantastic. This is exactly the team I would want it to be with. They're surely the most interesting squad with the most interesting coach and in football. We're gonna at the catch moment. Mike McDaniel smoking a fat globule. Oh by yeah, episode Ab- three. Absolutely. He's like, yeah. So here's it's like it's like if we can applaud Dan Campbell's fucking coffee order. I want to be like I want to be in in Mike's office, being like, so this is basically how I it start the day. Cave. And he's like fucking globules of wax, and he's just hitting the rig. Fucking yeah, real blowtorch. <laughs> if we're lucky. Um, but seriously though, I I do this think here's it's Bessie and she ain't no puppy and he just fucking lights his rig uh and he starts go goes straight to the dry erase board starts drawing up plays um yeah and uh, i like to finish it with the exhale and then he just blows the smoke all over the board go sit i don't release until i get the play out no it's just after they hung 70 it's i i worry i mean i just I don't know. I just feel like their footing isn't quite the same. And of course it's no footing is ever going to be the same as hanging 70 points. But like the first half of this game was pretty ugly. Like the dolphins did not look good. Um, and the Broncos were the team they hung 70 on and the Broncos beat our fucking green Bay Packers. who we hate. Yeah, it was nice. It was awesome. Rewarding. We can continue. You called that. All right. Tell me about the Vikings beating the 49ers 22 to 17 and concussing uh, Brock Purdy. But before you do, actually, I have one semi hot take. I want to say that I think you'll like I've already praised Addison, which I think I should. And I was honest about my take on Madison. Um, I think that this year's Vikings team is much better than last year's Vikings team where your record was really good. And I think that even though your record sucks this year, this team is better. And it's 100% the defense. And luck swings drastically different ways. I think your team was really, really the beneficiary of luck last year because I think your team fucking sucked last year. I think your team's fairly good this year. And your defense has proven that. And you're getting the the negative side of the luck coin now. And that's my take. Here's what I'll say uh, regarding... Defense is good. And I won't put it all on the defense because I think it also needs... So much credit needs to go to Kirk. Um, Last year, I thought he really found himself in terms of like not worrying so much and you know that led to a few more interceptions because he was absolutely tossing the fucking football up to JJ and stuff. This season, there's less mistakes from Kirk himself, in my opinion. 
Um, and he's fucking second. He's second in the league in passing yards right now. Um, and going two and zero without Justin Jefferson the past two that's, weeks is nuts. That's hard, especially against the 49ers defense. Uh, that is incredible. And so. I, and I, and so there's that, and then also like the offensive line finding their their self in this game. Zero sacks from the from the Niners defense. Zero Reisner's times. Reisner's doing well. Zero times that Bosa and the Niners defense got to Kirk Cousins. Holy shit! And you you know Debo Samuel didn't play this game. Trent Williams didn't play this game. Um, so you knew that was, um, you know, you don't hope for injury, but that's fortunate for the Vikings, uh, in a game where we were, uh, heavy underdog. Um, so prime time at home, I'm obviously dreading this game a little. Um, but here we are with an opportunity. I said they were going to steal one. I appreciated those good vibes. And here we are with an opportunity to like, you know, revive our season. Um, I just needed to see an actual win and not an ugly win against the bad Panthers team and not an ugly win against the bad bears team. I needed to see an actual fucking win. Uh, first drive interception. Uh, how many times, yeah. how many times have I uh, talked about a first drive that, turnover? Bullied at the catch point yeah. and mugged for Addison, it's which he got his comeuppance later. Simultaneous catch. Um, um that got, yeah, that'll work. <laughs> got ripped away from Jordan Addison on the first drive of the game. I was in shambles. I was absolutely in fucking shambles. I was just like, I just cannot believe there. I mean, like, not like loud or like scary or anything. Just sitting there, just so distraught. I'm like, fuck, dude, you just gave away an opening drive to the Niners. It's like sometimes it's like, oh my god, like we will. You just that's just the best opportunity, like to go and score your scripted first drive, and we keep fucking them up. Um, so I was really, really upset, especially upset for something kind of tone setting. Like you mentioned, the getting, getting absolutely bullied, uh, and the ball ripped away is, is ugly. And we go right back to the fucking sideline. Um, but yeah, our defense came out and played crazy, like out of their mind, crazy. Um, which led to a couple of interceptions at the end of the game that, uh, helped seal the deal. Um, Yep, uh, a lot of a lot of good stuff like a, a forced fumble early on in the game, which was fantastic. Yeah. Um, which got us a Rock got us Purdy the ball right back. Um, three really bad interceptions the last two games. Brock Purdy's come back to two games. come back to earth. Brock Purdy never left that game with any concussion symptoms. It wasn't until the plane ride home that uh, he reported concussion symptoms and started to have them or whatever. So like. It's also very, very possible that the back half of the game, when Purdy was just throwing ducks, that he wasn't in his right mind. That's what Marcus Spears pointed out today. So it I'm was, regurgitating that take. But um, I'm her. I'm I'm hearing, and I saw the clip that it was from the quarterback sneak. And one, it was Jordan Hicks came in and hit him in the head. But uh, I mean, it wasn't like necessarily intentional. There, were, everyone lunges forward. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I mean, it's a tough so, play. Everybody's. We tried to imitate the tush push twice at the goal line and didn't get it. Like no, it's, that was wild. Um, you know, there's a lot of. You kicked a field goal, right? Yeah. So, but going into the half, um, they ran a zero blitz on us, uh, and Kirk found Addison right over the middle and he ripped God, that, that was fucking, right before halftime ripped that fucking ball right back and that and was a, not a good throw no, that should have been an interception that was a um, bad play number but seven that was for the niners char char various ward he he got the pick and ripped it out of addison's hands to start the game and, then and so addison got in the ball. half addison snatched one out of the jaws of fucking of uh, ward and took it straight to the house 
uh, untouched essentially after that. It was beautiful. The house was fucking I rocking. Been I was and losing down. my mind. I love this kid. I love this kid. Yeah. Jo- Taylor loves him. He's like, she's like, oh, he's so little. I'm like, he is small. He's tiny. I'm like, he is small. She's like, they need to, like, because the last few weeks, she's like, why do they have him doing this blocking bullshit? I'm like, Taylor, it's part of the game. I was like, you know you what have I mean? To block. I know, but she, but she's like, no, send him downfield, and I'm like, I kind of agree, to be honest. You like, gotta earn the right to catch uh, a touchdown. He 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 won his Blitnikoff a few years back for shits and gigs, dude. He's slender. Uh, he's right. fantastic. I love him. So it was a really good game, and we came out on top. Uh, two big turnover, two multiple, three big turnovers from our defense helped seal the deal. Um, Shanahan, I don't know. Shanahan's coaching is also questionable at times in that game, especially with that zero blitz at uh, the half, like I was talking about. And um, I, Purdy is come back to earth, so we will see what happens. Uh, they seem like they're going with Darnold this week, so and people seem okay with it. Darnold won the backup spot, and that was a big deal. But like, you know, one Darnold, thing I know about that man is he throws picks. Yeah. And I want to see how he does with Miles Garrett coming at him this week. Yeah. Miles Garrett is playing an exceptional level of football. He's having an even excellent though I season. The Browns have weird shit going on. Like, uh, we, we can fit, the Vikings. Won yeah, we should talk about. The- oh, and just to put it this way, real fast before we button it up, the Vikings have somehow found a way after two ugly wins and one good win against a five and one fucking 49ers team to really put ourselves win. squarely in second in the NFC North, which we did not expect. I we started out, we started out, fucking so bad this year man like so bad this year i would have not expected us to bounce back if any quarterback can do it it's a quarterback that has done it and that's Kirk cousins um when he was in washington bounced back from seasons starting bad so real quick you forgot to mention cam bynum doing the worm on yeah. him and then also mentioning that his wife's visa is being held up so we need to get that Holy lady her visa shit i did not know that yeah, his post-game interview. He's part Filipino, and his wife is is held up in the visa process. That's horrible. And he's like, if Good anybody can help, fucking a. She hasn't. Yeah, so go Cam. Sorry, That's great. No, help him out. That's amazing. Um, it was it was awesome, dude. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Couldn't be happier, especially on Monday Night Football, because ESPN has no choice but to talk about the Vikings doing well. Um, JJ put a Sports Center top ten chain around Kirk. Kevin O'Connell told Hawkinson to lay down. What was with that? We have it on film. Then, Kevin O'Connell telling Hawkinson to go down. When the opposing team's middle linebacker starts wailing in agony Charlie and faking Horse. an injury, which Luke absolutely called it for what it was. They're like, "Oh my sweet baby, oh dear, oh oh child, oh gorgeous." And they're like, "Oh thank God, he's oh, back." Oh, and Fred Warner's like, okay, everybody. You fucking die. <laughs> Whatever, man. Look, the media would much rather the five and one Niners win that game, especially on Monday night. I don't care. Um, fuck them. Fuck them. Go Vikings. Skull. Uh, let's roll into the picks for this week. Thursday night, tomorrow night, Tampa Bay at Buffalo Bills. You're picking first. T B at Bills. I have those Bills. I also have the Bills in a comeback victory after their loss. That seems to be how they've been playing it lately. Um, L.A. Rams at Dallas. Okay, L.A.R. at Dallas. I have the Rams. All right. I have the Dallas Cowboys coming off of a bye. And the Rams, you know, they just lost to the Steelers in a kind of a shitty game. But 
though I'm not too high on Dallas, I, I do think they win it I think at Dallas home in Arlington. Is soft. They have no running game anymore. Micah Parsons is triggered about uh, fuck Dallas shirts by Kittle. Like I think they're soft, dude. I can see that. Next, we have Minnesota at Green Bay. Minnesota Vikings, baby. I'm mixing it with the soda. Give me Minnesota in this. Yeah, one. baby. I mean. Dude, how can I? Pick I know Green I was talking. I know I talked when they're high, playing this bad. I talked highly about Love early on, but dude, these Packers suck. Like, he is who I thought he was. It just is so you know, delightful. I'm not out on him. I'm willing to see Lafleur try and develop. I'm excited to see that, but it's not going to be like a oh here we go. It's not going to click right into place as easy as maybe it seemed after the first couple weeks, in my opinion. I mean, he's dealing with offensive line injuries, so the quality of line in front of him is not as good. He doesn't have Aaron Jones. It's funny, the the Packers fans are, are finally rolling through the Rolodex of excuses for young quarterbacks that the Bears have been rolling like, through well, year after get year. Get ready. It's good to see. Uh, New Orleans, or oh, nope, Atlanta at Tennessee. Um, there's no way Tennessee is losing in those Oilers jerseys. Without Tannehill. It's Will Levis is starting. It's it's both of them, isn't it? All right, you got Tennessee. I already said it. Issues. I shouldn't have done it, but I did it. I'm taking Atlanta. Um, though I'm not too high on Ritter, I can't see Will Levis winning this football game. But it, did you Especially heard you heard him say that Willis is going to play too, right? That's cool and all. They just traded Kevin Byard, one of the best safeties in the league to the Eagles again for another fleecing like the Tennessee Titans should fucking know better after the fleecing for the AJ Brown trade. And now I'm hearing rumbling that Derrick Henry is going to get traded. I've heard that too. Maybe even to Baltimore fulfilling a Madden dream that I made reality like three seasons ago. I paired up Lamar with Derrick Henry. Oilers jerseys. All right. Luke thinks that's worth two scores. New Orleans at Indianapolis. Luke is doing really good on picks, and I'm not, so I have no room to talk. Um, this sucks because Richardson's – I mean, he's out. Um, Minshew versus oh, – the Saints suck, dude. I have the Colts. I also have the Colts. The Colts played really well last week against yep. a good team, and yep. they got the game stolen from them. New England at Miami. <laughs> Miami. Ah, I also have Miami. Remember when you had me send that as a voice memo? <laughs> I had you do the Aiden Whale. Um, <laughs> <laughs> New York Jets light. at New York Giants. That's a cool Ooh, one. very fun matchup. Um, thank fucking heaven it's not in primetime. Um, Jets. I have the Jets as well. Let's see Zach Wilson get a win here. Coming off of a bye. Jacksonville at Pittsburgh. Fuck. That sucks. That's a tough one. Um, Pittsburgh. I have Jacksonville in that one. Philadelphia at Washington. Oh, Philadelphia. Me as well. Houston at Carolina. Oh, this is a good one. that is a good one. Houston. Stroud. They're both. Yeah, they're both coming off a bye. I also have Houston. Cleveland at Seattle. Seattle and the throwbacks. I also have Seattle. <laughs> Kansas City at Denver. 
Uh, I'm not saying O because I'm wavering. I'm just writing it down. Uh, Kansas City. <laughs> yeah. I need Baltimore the at Arizona. Baltimore at Arizona. Baltimore. Cincinnati at San Francisco. Keep in mind, probably not going to be Purdy. Darnold versus Burrow. They just lost to the Vikings. Um, so they're touchable. <laughs> it's Cincinnati at? Yeah, it's at San Francisco. Niners. I have Cincinnati in this one. We have a lot of different picks this week. Chicago at LA Chargers. I've been waiting all day for Sunday night. Hey Jack, it's a fact and thing. This show's here. back in town. That's what it is. I don't know what it is. Um, Justin Herbert. You're playing the Chargers on Sunday night. Game. Oh, you're yeah. gonna get your ass kicked. I'm sorry. I have the Chargers in this one. Yeah, I just me think too. I don't see Tyson doing too well if Larry Borum is starting against Khalil Mack bright and Joey Bosa. The two bright the dude, turn them off. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now, our defense has played better the last three weeks. We're actually towards the top of the league in a lot of metrics, especially running yards. Our run defense has been better. And if you look at how we played the Raiders last week, we played a brand of football that was methodical and bullying, where we took it to them and we played a very smart and safe style and i think if we keep that up and we don't fall behind and have to press and if we can keep it as dictated by the bears we can win this game 100 percent, i think so i think tyson could win this game um i don't know if tyson's gonna win this game i think if you're gonna win the game you're gonna have to blitz herbert so much and just like you're gonna have to just make him very very uncomfortable which of late like you said he has been a little shaky and missing some throws um if you can get to him early and often i actually think you have a decent shot but i think that's the only shot if if it's on if it's on bajant dinkin and duncan for fucking two yards a throw i don't know i don't know so my thing is this i that's not even where i think the crux of our strategy should be i think running like we did last week if we can pound the ball at them i don't see them as having a great run defense i think that the dinking and dunking is a supplement to the running game well, and that if sounds we can great. just if we can just keep staying ahead of the sticks we have a shot to put pressure on herbert to have to force it and then our defense could potentially capitalize because he has shown that he throws some picks lately your um, running game has been a, an interesting development this season that well i, do I mean like. dude I mean, we were the best running team in the nfl last year and then we just tried to go away from it for a little bit. And now last week we, we leaned on it. We got Tevin Jones back. We may be getting Braxton Jones back at left tackle. Larry Borum is a disaster. And then if you look at left to right, if Larry Borum is, is out and it's Braxton and Tevin's in, and if Darnell Wright's left shoulder is a little better, our offensive line is actually good. Like yeah. it's a good offensive line that can run down teams' throats. So I'm going to pick the Chargers How long because I think out? they're – Sorry, go ahead. I think he's going to try to be back for next week's game. They didn't okay. IR him. It's okay. it's all a swelling and a they did hand not strength. specify. Yeah, we never give any kind of insightful answer when it comes to injuries. I hate it. All right, the Monday night game: Las Vegas Raiders at Detroit Lions. The Raiders. Oh my God, the Lions by a mile. I also have the Lions. I thought the Raiders looked really bad against the Bears. I thought they didn't look like they wanted to play us. The Raiders do look bad. It's great. It's great. Need him to look really bad, please. Going to the Vikes right All right. 
Before we get out of here, out of your hair, even though you've been waiting on us, just when you dared on bated to care. breath, you said, "Au contraire, <laughs> you're my pair, a friend. I love you." <laughs> so, Halloween night is next Tuesday, All Hallows Eve, and my that wife's is birthday. Also. And more importantly, that is also the trade deadline. So we <laughs> more may importantly see... for this show, arguably, yes, it is the trade deadline. <laughs> You're saying right now that Taylor's birthday is more important than the NFL trade deadline? Who are the Vikings getting? If like we're getting somebody sick, maybe it's yeah. not. I don't know. Well, last year you got Hawkinson, who looks like he's made out of a fucking bird nest. I don't want to talk about him right now. I, I I don't want to confirm or deny anything. Hawkinson showed up and had a great game this week. Um, but that's all I'll say. He had a lot of catches. He did. He had a good game. Yeah. He was very reliable. I could see the commanders trading one or two of the sweat Chase Young book in pass rushing combo. We've already seen Bayard get shipped off. You think I Rivera's see... fired? Yeah, I do. You think? Uh, do you think that they're gonna promote the enemy? The enemy. Uh, he would maybe be interim, but would, does the enemy want to stay there? Or does the enemy want to take the best opening at the end of the season? That's a good point. You know what I mean. So I could see Jerry Judy getting shipped. Who else do you think you could see getting shipped out? I saw Henry. That comes to I mind? saw Henry kicked around to the Cowboys and the Ravens. I saw. Um, I don't know if anybody talked about it, but I think somebody should be a buyer on Adam Thielen. Um, you just want to get him out of there. He's just having an excellent season. Like I mean, he's having an excellent season, and uh, any team I just that can't needs see them getting hand. rid of that. Why would they get rid of that when they're actively looking to add more? How many seasons does he have left? Like I mean, realistically, it's not about it's not about that. It's about them trying to put talent around their rookie quarterback who's doing poorly, who's sure. treading water. They're sure. not going to get rid of the one receiver who's bailing him out and actually catching yeah. touchdowns. I hear you. I don't know. I get I, what you're saying. I, I like think it's can... wishful thinking. It is. That's why nobody's talking about it. <laughs> uh, Do you think I'm you could see T. Things. Higgins getting traded mm-hmm. in the last year of his contract, or do you think they keep him for one more run? I feel like they keep him, to be honest. They're a pretty loyal I organization. Um, other than that, I'm, I, I mean, everybody kicks around Kirk. He's not going anywhere. Schefter insists he's going nowhere. Not after winning two um, games, not with a no-trade clause. Yeah, we're looking good. And then there's another – is there one other quarterback that people are talking about? I feel like I can't think of it now. I don't know. Not off the top of my head. I don't know. I think I'm good. I don't know. We'll be mm. watching with bated breath. I'm intrigued Look, to see. Look, if Tyson Bajan goes out there and drops five touchdowns against the Chargers – you really you never know what happens after that. Do you think that the Denver Broncos are going to try to trade Russ? Um, there is nobody on God's green earth that would trade for Russell Wilson right now. You don't think so? He's untouchable with his salary. Yeah, that's a good point. You can't, oh, speaking you can't. of quarterbacks untouchable with their salary, um, Deshaun Watson's out, Deshaun and like Watson. we don't really know why. Yeah. Like, and it's it's very dodgy on whether or not he's just sitting out because he doesn't want to play or if he actually has an injury. And that's the de- that's the debate that is coming up a lot and there amongst be a Cleveland debate. Browns fans. Yeah, like um, it looked like he bounced his head off the turf on another really terrible, ugly interception in this past game. And again, they lucked into the win off some poor officiating, but 
he hasn't played well. He has a fully guaranteed contract and he's been in and out of that lineup with like potentially not too serious of injuries. So yeah, there's a lot of smoke. It's been an ugly tenure game. and it's going to cost everyone their job. It's going to cost O'Con- uh, not O'Connell, the old, the old O'Connell. Kevin O's. The Stefanski. Kevin Stefanski. Yeah, he, he's kind of like our old O'Connell in a way. Um, it's going to cost him his job. It's uh, assuredly um, going to fuck over a lot of players. That It's a bad thing. It's a bad thing, and he has not looked good. There's been borderline flashes of brilliance at best. Borderline flashes at best. Um, and I'm not knocking a man if he's hurt. If you're absolute, if you're hurt, but it's just like very confusing verbiage from everybody. Um, Did you see where, what I sent in the group chat from Brady Quinn? Yeah, that was weird. Um, well, eh, Brady's Brady's questionable, man. He makes some comments. He gets into it, with people. I like Brady Quinn. He's a he's a legend in my book. All right, I have not much else to say. Um, excited for more ball. Uh, the tomorrow game is actually a good. Uh, well, it's actually a pretty solid one. Um, I hope Tampa Bay beats the Bills. You got me be. so much lower on Josh Allen with all of your pessimism towards him, and now I'm like kind of in that same boat. I'm pessimistic. I mean, it's a good boat. I mean, like, or it's it's a good fucking. Oh my god! At worst, Josh Allen's playing fantastic football and with with a lot of turnovers. Like, oh no! Like, so it's like pessimism about Josh Allen is still a very nice place to be. Um, I think at but, worst he fumbles it on his own one yard line and it's a defensive touchdown. I think he is the Bills incarnate for better or worse. Uh, and there's a lot of better, but the Bills are what? Choke artists. And I believe he is too. All right. I'm excited to watch some ball tomorrow. I'm going to go get a chiropractor adjustment tomorrow oh God, afternoon. I woke up with the worst neck and shoulder. I should go. I've never been yeah. to one. Well, they'll crack you up, let me tell you. Hopefully, I don't have, like, one of those nightmare scenarios where he, like, snaps my fucking neck. You're always leading the, 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 the listener up to be like, is Aiden going to be dead next week? That's why our joke played so well at the beginning. Yeah, I'm not ever dead. Not yet. Well, no, none of us NFL have been so Mayo. far. <laughs> NFL Mayo. Yeah, Luke is constructing his co-host with AI technology. I'm not actually here right now. This Eventually. is the AI version of Aiden. Can you imagine... That's why I, that's actually probably not that hard, like that far off. Like we I'll just be like, feed Here's all of our topics. episodes through an AI bot, and they when just I, when I hit these topics and say this phrase, you respond with this kind of response, and it just does it every like ten minutes or so. For NFL Mio, I've been Aiden, <laughs> and thank you for listening. I've been Luke. Uh, thank you for listening. Super Mario Wonder is really fun. I still haven't got to play. They're both great. Play them both. Watch the ball. Enjoy the ball weather. NFL and AI.